0: Hello and welcome to this podcast from the PodNuts World Service. Please let us know what you think and tell other people about us on social media. Podcasts from the PodNuts World Service are supported by PodNutsians and advertising. Hey, hey, Podnutsians, welcome to DDG episode 23. I am door to door geek, uh, owner, operator of Podnuts.com. I'm going to give a really quick uh, history lesson to those who do not know. Uh, Podnuts started uh, n- nearly exactly 10 years ago from Steve Cherbino. Uh, Steve Cherbino started with just Podnuts Daily and then the uh, Podnuts podcast, all of focusing on computer repair and having a computer re- um, repair shop. Uh, he appeared on a episode of Leo Laporte. The tech guy asked him a couple questions. Got some more traction based upon that. Um, a couple years later, about two years later, uh, I, I, I amongst a lot of other people, uh, showed up on episodes of Podnuts Daily. Uh, I annoyed Steve enough uh, with emails and voicemails and everything else that we basically started like a friendship. Uh, and then I basically convinced him that we needed to do a, uh, show about Linux. Uh, we started a show about Linux. I then very shortly after that, uh, convinced him we needed to do a show on Android. very shortly after that, we started Android App Addicts. Uh, Android App Addicts has been going on, I believe, eight years now. And Linux for the rest of us, just a little bit longer than that. Um uh about six years ago uh steve was getting uh tired worn out upset at everything going on in podcasting he felt like he ran his course and he needed to get out of it he spent a good year and a half trying to sell pod nuts uh he had more than a couple people offer him uh some in uh in uh some cases more money than what he was asking for it uh but uh being steve being steve he wanted to also make a moral choice and he wanted to sell it to someone who he thought would be beneficial for the network and for the listeners as well. Uh, about a year after that, uh, he approached me. Uh, we made basically a arrangement where I was basically doing everything in my power to make him happy, to make sure that when he exited pod nuts, uh, he would be satisfied monetarily and I'll say spiritually, you know what I mean? He felt good. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I am the father of Podnuts, but he's the dad. He's the guy. It's his genetic code that is moving forward. I'm just trying to do everything in my power to make sure uh, it is well taken care of. Um, I have other people now helping me. Uh, Steve Hidd didn't do a good job of delegating, uh, things. Um, so he basically, uh, uh, did everything. Uh, so there's a lot of work he had to do to maintain everything. I have, um, Uh, resourced out some of those tasks. Uh, Jeff is now hosting the PodNuts Computer Repair uh, show. He is doing beyond fantastic on that show. He has driven a lot of uh, listeners. He's helped a lot of techs. He's had a lot of people on the show. He's had lots of email conversations back and forth. Uh, The only way I can put it is he has done everything absolutely right with that show. Uh, We also have uh, Paco, who has taken PodNuts Daily re um rebranded it as tech tech life um paco is an upstart computer repair tech uh entrepreneur which means he's working sometimes 80 hours a week uh which does not give him a lot of time to sit down and record content and i will say when he does sit down and, and do content uh, i feel very confident in saying he is in like the 99th percentile of uh quality in his show so i'm really happy with everything that he's doing um We have plenty of other shows on this network uh, going from this DDG, the Diary of a Madman, because if I called myself anything else, I'm pretty sure other people would call me a madman. We do Linux for the rest of us where we try to do content more focused towards the beginning of the beginning users. I'm not sure how well we're doing that. Uh, We do Android App Addicts, all about Android apps, Android hardware, Uh, I think we're doing really good with that, Uh, with with that when we're up into the episodes 500s. We also have the Mini PC Show, uh, which is all about Raspberry Pi-type computers. Uh, We have the Maker's Podcast, where we do uh, 3D printing. And then we used to do a show with uh, a couple hosts uh, way back in the day called PodNuts Pro, and I'm very happy to say, about now maybe two and a half years ago or so, Marvin B., uh, picked up the reins of Podnuts Pro, which is a much more like executive uh, 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 entre, entrepreneurship where he is heavily focused on doing very high end consultation and doing very high end um, uh, business work and not just do very common low end medial type tasks. And Marvin B is one of the guys out there who I believe knows far more than the average tech, probably. More than 80% of the techs out there, Marvin's been in this business long enough. He's seen it. He's done it. He's bled it. He's sweat it. He has just fully done everything that's basically out there to be done. Um, Those aren't all the shows. I will say we have other shows on our network. Um, Some of them come. Some of them go. Some of them haven't had episodes for a while. I will say I'm leaving the content up because either A, I believe the content really is timeless. Like uh, Book Nuts, I believe there is no set time on it. I just think it's good content. Um, sooner or later, older stuff will get archived off, but there is no plan on doing that anytime soon. Um, I will also give uh, everyone a quick health update. First, a quick re- re- uh, rewind for everyone who's basically new to this uh, show. Uh, about two years ago and one month, uh, I was in a conference in Cambridge, Massachusetts, up by Boston, where I ate a lot of chowder. And I drank my fair share of beer. Um, My second or third day there, I felt like almost sickly, nauseous, a little bit dizzy kind of thing. And I didn't know what was going on. So I just took it easy the rest of the day, went to bed. I woke up. I didn't feel that bad. I didn't sleep great, but I didn't feel that bad. So then I just went on a normal day. And then by noon, again, I felt bad. I felt a little bit nauseous, felt wheezy, felt weird. Uh, The very next day, I came home. Uh, that very next day, called the doctor, went in, had some, had some testing going on. And he said, I was very diabetic. And if he, and he said, look, I'll give you a chance. Uh, you come back in, I think it was 35 days. You show me dramatic results or else I'm putting you on insulin shots. Um, I've been basically pre-diabetic is what I'm going to say. Bordering pre-diabetic for 30 years. Back when I was like 16, a, um, A uh, doctor told me I was pre-diabetic. Well, the numbers that he saw, I was over 10.5. I was nearly 11 point uh, on the uh, A1C scale, where you're really only supposed to be around 5.5. I want to say the normal numbers are between 5.3 and 6.3, if I'm not mistaken. But I was almost at 11, which is quite insane, is what I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to publish with this show uh, a couple links. Uh, the links are going to be to um, a uh, album, basically called February 2019 n- Numbers. Uh, and what this is is it is the uh, it is all of my uh, stats and numbers from my doctor, including A1C, including hemoglobin, including cholesterol, including all this kind of stuff and I'm really publishing it because without sounding really dumb I'm kind of proud of what I'm seeing now not everything can be captured in numbers and what I mean by that is you know stuff like sanity stuff like mental health if you will Um, so with some of them they might be misleading because I'm definitely not thrilled happy or feeling fantastic but these numbers at least show me that at least I'm doing something right at least I'm doing something correctly Um, I ate uh, 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 I ate, I tried to eat around a 2000 calorie diet here. Now going on literally two years. Uh, when I first started out, he told me to not eat anything white. He said, no rice, no bread, no po, no potatoes. And I tell you, I love rice. I love bread. I love potatoes. And also, of course, obviously no hard sugar is the way he put it. No pure sugar. So for basically two years, uh, starting that very like day, Bam, changed my complete diet. Uh, about 40 days later, I realized the diet I was leaning towards, the diet I was heading towards, was actually the, um, the um, keto diet. Uh, the keto diet is defined by about, this is what I'm going to say, it, it is about this. Uh, you take around a 2,000 calorie a day diet, you roughly get 80% of your calories from fat. You get around 15% of your calories from protein and you get 5% of your calories from carbs. Uh, You should try to get as low sugar as possible, as close to zero as possible, which is nearly impossible. So I was getting like between two and six grams of sugar a day total is what I'm going to say. There were days where I'm sure I got close to zero, but to plan on getting zero every day is not feasible. So I basically carried those numbers For almost two years, is what I'm going to say, uh, which I was afraid having 80% of my calories come in from fat, my uh, cholesterol numbers would be pathetically, disgustingly, putridly, horrible. Uh, Well, they're basically not. Uh, If you take a look at, I want to say, the, in air quotes, good cholesterol, um, what they say is that you want to have your number, I want to say it was around 40 or 60. Uh, My number's pushing 80 Uh, If I read this chart correctly, is what I'm going to say. The bad cholesterol, you want to have, um, I want to say it was below uh, 70. I'm like below 60 is what it looks like. And then the LDL, also you want low. I'm like just over 100. Um, So I'll I'll say if people say to you, you are what you eat. No, you're actually not what you eat. Your body is a dramatic, uh, machine that does lots of really crazy cool things. Amongst them, it can basically turn fat into energy period. And it actually does it surprisingly well. Now here's one of the most shocking things I learned about this little health thing over these, uh, last bit of time. Um, 50% of the calories you burn in a day in the average American is what I'm going to say. 50% of those calories are burnt by your brain. Not by your heart, not by your muscles, not by your lungs, not by anything else, but by your brain. So the, one of the first things to be affected when you start to go like on a starvation type thing is your brain. You're going to start having periods of lack of concentration where you might not be as sharp or you might be foggy kind of thing. Uh, which I do think I did experience when I first started this diet. Also when I first started this diet, I was over 260. I was close to 270 uh between us i was almost ashamed to look directly at the scale at the doctor's office but i know it was above 260 uh right now my best weight i've i've hit on the last uh i'd say 2 months 3 months uh since the first of the year was just above like 263 264 so basically 100 pounds off my max now i'm uh i'm about 178 183 so i have put on a couple more pounds uh it's really hard to hit that magic number of calories during the day and not go over. Uh, I will say listening to a lot of content on the internet I think there's utter truth in what they say and what I mean is once you start a diet the first X percentage of weight, the first X pounds lost, the first number of days X number of days, you lose weight at a much faster rate because your body is used to getting what it gets. So it has a high metabolism rate even if you think you have a low metabolism rate. Uh, When you start to basically starve your body, because anything less than what you normally eat, your body is going to take it as you're basically starving. Or in my case, when you go down to some days uh, 1,600 calories or less, you are essentially starving your body, which is a very overdramatic term for it. You're eating remarkably less amounts of compounds. Um, Your body adjusts. Your body isn't stupid, so your body starts to adjust thus making every pound harder to lose because then you have to work harder to lose each pound. And by work harder, I mean you have to eat less. Um, Multiple studies over multiple years that I've looked at. uh, And again, for the new listener, I listen to approximately, literally, between 28 and 32 hours of podcast every day. Uh, No, I don't listen to science fiction. I don't listen to fantasy. I don't listen to... Uh, ancient aliens type thing. I try to listen to, um, uh, genuine, uh, experts in fields. I try to listen to, uh, columnists as well, because I like to hear what they are publishing. I then go look at the sources, I'll say. Um, and I try to listen to what I consider subject matter experts, people with proven track records of at least having some kind of knowledge in a field. Um, the kind of expert i trust the best is the kind of expert that fully and openly and honestly admits when they're wrong which i will say they are very difficult to come by but they are out there and i've tried to follow those people and when they do make content i subscribe and i listen um uh many studies show uh like three years of following people with three random controlled trials kind of thing uh the plus the uh, the person getting the example, the person not getting the example, and then the group that doesn't know what they're getting. And the doctors don't know which group is which until like the end kind of thing. Uh, these kinds of double blind uh, surveys have shown people who do more than 30 minutes of exercise three to four times a week have only shown at the absolute most three to four pounds of weight loss in a year. Um, what I'm saying is, exercise is not the key at all to losing weight it is a key to better health it is not a key to losing weight um because no matter how hard you work you're going to have to replace those calories with something else so you cannot just expect to exercise and lose weight because when you exercise you will become more hungry you will need more substance in your body so it's a very difficult thing to accurately measure calories burned, and accurately measure what you're putting in your body. If your only goal is weight loss, the only way to do such a thing is by eating less. You can try to take a pill. You can try to do exercises. You can try to do heat this. You can try to do uh, the old like things in the 40s where it would vibrate your waist or your leg, thinking you can you lose weight. You can try those um, uh, elect, electronic muscle stimulators that Supposedly even during your sleep will make you lose weight. None of that will ever work in ever making anybody lose any kind of weight that is actually measurable. Maybe after four years of doing such a thing, you can lose 10 pounds, but do not expect to lose any amount of weight. The only way to actually lose weight is simply period bar none. Consistently eat less. What do, Now, what that does not mean is starve yourself. What that does not mean is don't eat what you like. What that does not mean is you can never eat X, Y, or Z. All it means is the term that people hate hearing, moderation. Eat less on average every day. And then you will have days where, hey, I want a cheesesteak or, hey, I would like to have this piece of cheesecake. But you cannot eat that kind of way every day. And that's the hardest thing, at least for me to do, is to remind myself that, these are the kinds of things that I can or should only do maybe every couple weeks, maybe every couple months, but not something I should look forward to doing every single day or even every single week in some cases. Um, so my numbers are going to be in the notes. I highly encourage anyone with any kind of actual education in this topic, uh, please take a look at these numbers. Please give feedback, give insight. Uh, anything you think that's good or bad about them will definitely uh, enlighten me more Uh, My doctor is an unbelievably nice guy, but I can tell that he he, does—he tries to be easy on me. He tries not to be hard on me. He wants me to be uh, mental health happy besides just physical health happy. Um, I will say, um, bar none, part of it is my attitude, but I will say he is the absolute best doctor I've dealt with from Johns Hopkins. I'm a Baltimore boy. I've dealt with Johns Hopkins since the day I was born, basically. Uh so I've had a lot of experience with uh, Johns Hopkins doctors and he is unbelievably nice and a normal guy. Okay, I'm gonna ask everyone, please do not forget uh TechCon Unplugged, TechCon Unplugged, September twenty through twenty seconds, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thank you very much, Jeff and Paco and Marvin and mike tech and john dubinsky and everybody giving support everyone helping getting this thing done uh they do have much more detailed links of who's going to be speaking who's going to be there um i can tell you this right now you will not find a more supportive community for wanting to learn educate yourself and just uh learn how to be in the computer repair field um i will say also we have an email uh this email came from Robert, if you remember, Robert, um, didn't like the fact that he, uh, I, I, I was putting myself down and, um, and now and it was, you know, yes, he's right. I should not put myself down. I will say, I almost feel like it keeps myself balanced. It keeps, I hate quoting, uh, Daniel LaRusso from Cobra Kai, but it helps me keep in balance. The last thing I want to do is become overconfident. The last thing I want to do is have a false sense of confidence. Um, uh, and I will say, a lot of the co-host I have on most of the podcast I do, I, I am afraid I don't know if it's true or not, will not call me out on certain things just because you know I'm the host, I'm the guy who owns the network. Um, I like being called out, I like being in check, I like uh, re-evaluating my stance on things. So I privately question myself constantly and constantly, uh, like watch Jeopardy to remind myself how little I know. Uh, but. Robert was a little bit dissatisfied with my self deprecation and he's right and and bottom line he was absolutely right. I tried to be as positive as I possibly could in response to him and I think I was successful. Um here's the email I got back uh from Robert uh hello Steve aka Door Door Geek. I've already gotten the tickets for TechCon Unplugged. that is room airfare coming uh in on September 19th to the 23rd. Thank you for the offer of helping me out there. I really appreciate the offer. Also the same here, you United, even with the discount code, did not help me. American Airlines had a better deal for me. I do hope to meet you and others on the PodNuts family and Mike Smith. I have met Jeff M- Marvin, the man in the van, John Dubinsky and Paco LeBron and a few others at the IT owners uh conference. I did go to the IT owners compass. Sorry, compass in uh twenty eighteen and in and in enjoyed it uh talking to the other like techs in one way or another. Some ideas on how they do things in their business. We're at home. I cannot talk a lot of tech because the people that I no, really, do not understand or care for the for, for the tech, like we all do. I do not mean to uh scare you, with uh with um starting the email, on all of the other podnuts. You um you uh, say something I do not a um a agree with you. Uh, Robert uh from uh, his computer service e- email. Uh, I'll start from beginning. You already have tickets. I already have tickets. Uh, room is booked. My room isn't booked yet. It will be booked. Uh, you're like me though. You're thinking the exact same thing. It's on the 20th through the 22nd. My logic is I want to get there on the 19th and leave on the 23rd. So there's no rush. There's no stress getting there and there's no rush and there's no stress getting out. So that's what I'm going to shoot for as well, Robert. Um, he says, thank you for helping me out there. Uh, I'll say this, I've already offered a bunch of people uh, help out there because uh, there is, again, no doubt that there's no conference, no event, no training, no schooling, no booster, no mentor, mentee. There's no nothing you can get involved with that can be as helpful as a budding entrepreneur, as a hopeful entrepreneur into the computer industry as going to TechCon Unplugged. Period. And I can say that with confidence because I've seen a lot of them and I've been to a lot of them and I know Jeff, I know John Dubinsky, I know Marvin, I know Paco and I know Mike Smith. And the one caveat is don't stand too close to Mike Smith. He might have a hearing problem because I know at least the last time I talked to him, he was really loud. He was very loud in, in just normal speak, um, loud enough to literally scare both of my kids. Um, so he might have a hearing problem, but that does not take away from his unbelievable amount of knowledge and his expertise in the stuff that he talks about. Uh, and he's one of the kindest, nicest guys I know. He's from Philly, so which means don't talk bad about his local sports teams and everything will be fine. Um, he also uh, says that he's been to the IT uh, owner's compass 2018. I couldn't go. Uh, it's in D.C. I can't afford D.C. prices i can't pay twenty dollars for a sandwich uh i can't spend you know eight bucks on a drink uh i can't afford dc prices um i I took the wife there one time uh to see george carlin's uh right after the last time he got out of detox we went and saw george carlin live uh dinner alone for me and her was 240 dollars um i can't afford dc prices um he also says that uh he cannot talk about these kind of tech things around home because they don't really understand or care. And a hey, dude, that's exactly what Podnuts is. Podnuts every Podnuts podcast and I swear, I swear anybody listen to the uh listen to the computer repair podcast, listen to Android App addicts, listen to Marvin B on Podnuts Pro and what you should see in your head is you're walking down the street, you look in this uh driveway and about 10 feet up the garage doors open and you see a couple people sitting in the garage sitting down talking and you hear a word that strikes your interest and they look and they see you and they wave you up and they just continue talking that's what a podnut show is supposed to be it's supposed to be about normal people talking about normal things that we find interesting and the guys sitting in the garage whether they're playing pinball machines classic arcade machines watching a 3d pl- printer playing darts Playing cards, drinking beer, drinking iced tea, whatever. Those are the guys that are always talking about things that other people don't want to hear. Okay. But you found a home. You now know that every whatever day of the week you can walk by and if that garage door is open, come on in, pull yourself up a seat, and we're going to have a conversation. That's Podnuts. Podnuts is first and foremost for the users by the users. We're not in this for celebrity. We're not in this for fame. We're not in this for money. We're not in this to take over the world. We're in this to have fun and to make friends, dare I say, to communicate with others and share what we know and learn what we do not know. Bang, that's pod nuts. So with that said, no doubt, Robert, everybody who comes to TechCon Unplugged, you're going to be able to look across, shake their hand, and literally, this could be the next best friend you've ever had. And and I say that really without hesitation. Some of the nicest people you will ever meet can or will be at this event. And not only that, they will tell you everything you need to know about their business to help you with your business. There's so many businesses out there that are actually like poisoning each other purposely because they don't want competition. There's no such thing as having too much competition in this field. A, it makes every tech better, but there's enough customers and there's enough product, there's enough services to go around tenfold. We can never have enough techs in the field because there's certain mundane tasks I do not want to do that other techs will be more than happy to pick up, and there's certain tasks that they don't want to do that I would just love to do. So I guarantee you a great event, great people. Um, like and now here's an example of a guy who I don't know if you're gonna see there, Robert. Um, uh really Good uh, friend of mine is what I'm going to say. I've actually met him now, I think, three times in person. Um, Eric Ardini. If you don't listen to Android App Addicts, uh, Eric Ardini hasn't been there for roughly a month or so, uh, and it was because of health issues. Well, he came out on um, Android App Addicts last episode, and he basically told everyone. I don't want to say he told anyone the truth because that would entail, that would mean he was lying in the beginning. But he came out and he basically told everyone what was going on. Uh, He didn't know what was going on for weeks, okay? He lives in a very small town in Illinois uh, with a very low cost of living. um, To go to any kind of bigger medical establishment, I get the impression, is like a two-hour drive. I live right outside Baltimore. I can walk out my front door, and if I had uh, like the right type of munition I'll say I could easily hit downtown Baltimore. That's how close I live. I'm like less than I think it is fourteen miles from downtown Baltimore, which means I have medical professions all around me, big box stores, grocery stores, everything right around me. He doesn't. So it took him a little bit of time to get time off of work. It took him a little bit of time to get to the doctor and fire thing. And it turns out he has cancer and he has bad cancer. It's a uh, liver cancer. Sorry, emotions, but I'm a normal person. I'm not a celebrity. Um he has cancer, he has bad cancer. We don't know the actual um, prognosis. I believe he said he has to go to, maybe it was Wisconsin. Um, I might be getting that wrong. But he had to travel some distance in order to go to a specialist kind of thing. who knew what was going on. And I understand this. Again, I live in a very populated area. I live right outside maybe the most prestigious medical school in the history of the world, Johns Hopkins. My son has an autoimmune disease that I have to drive well over an hour away for him to see the proper type of doctor, a juvenile um, rheumatologist. I can't imagine if I lived in a small town like in the middle of New Mexico or a small town in the middle of Nebraska. How long would they have to travel to find this kind of expert? You know, six hours, eight hours, which, you know, this is the kind of thing I find insane. So Eric, you know, drove the trek and he basically found out he has... Uh, stage three liver cancer. Uh, they're not sure what can be done yet, if anything. Um, uh, I live in the cancer state. You know, um, l- literally over over sixty five percent of all the deaths in the state of Maryland are uh caused by cancer or cancer related complications. I believe is the correct vernacular to use for that. So I know cancer. I essentially held my mom's hand, like. I I don't even know. I think it was like two minutes before she died from cancer complications. Okay. I know cancer. I I understand cancer. I hate cancer. Um, and now a guy who I consider to be one of the best human beings. I think I've met, even though he was a car salesman at one point in time, he's one of the best human beings. I think I've met now has to, him and his family have to suffer with this. I don't know what I can do. I don't know if I can do, I don't even know if he's going to be around for TechCon unplugged but I would love it if he could be. So uh, I'm not a super religious fella. I don't believe thoughts and prayers help anything at any point in time. I know it helps a lot of people feel better when they send their thoughts and prayers for him. So if that's what makes you comfortable, then please, you know, pray for him. If that makes you feel better. Um, I'm going to try to do everything I can to give him support on a lot of different fronts. That's part of the reason I don't have my hotel room booked yet for TechCon. Because if I need to send him money... I'm gonna send him money. Uh, I don't know how long he's gonna be able to work. Uh, this is a very painful thing he has. Uh, he's on more than a couple kinds of pain kills, uh, pain pills. Every three hours, he has to dose up or else the pain. And I'm not gonna say it becomes excruciatingly show stopping pain, but he said it becomes very uh, hard to deal with pain. Um, so all I can do is offer him support, and I and 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 all I can say is like the very first time I did. I believe the very first podcast daily I ever did where I stuttered every word and a half and I sounded really bad in my opinion. I even said on that show, support those who support you. You have to. But now, now, realistically, you should support even people that don't support you, okay? You should always be nicer than other people expect you to be. Uh, but I can tell you, I'm going to offer Eric all kinds of support. He's been he's been friends of this network. He's been part of this network. He's been on, I don't even know how many shows. I believe he's been on more different shows than anybody else in the history of PodNuts except for me. Uh, I, I, I truly believe he has, like, uh, soiled his oats on podcasting as much as he ever could. He always said he wanted, like, when he was a kid to have a dream of being on a radio DJ kind of thing, a uh, radio host. And what he said we've enabled him to do has far surpassed that because he reaches more people than any single small town radio show can reach. Um, So, I mean, if you want to send him an email, yeah, just send an email into a podness.com. That's the show he's on as much as possible. Now is what I'll say. Uh, I do believe he's on Twitter. I don't know if he ever pays any attention to it. Uh, I, I, I know he hates Facebook as much as I, as I hate Facebook. So if you would like to send kind words to him, just send an email into at And, uh, you know, I hate to say like the, randomness chance of the universe, but we'll see. We'll we'll see what kind of doctor he gets. We'll see what kind of treatment the doctor thinks is possible, plausible. We'll see what kind of outcome comes from that treatment and we'll see what happens day to day to day to day. Um I know I'm gonna be there for him. Um uh you know if you don't hear from me in like a week or two, more than likely it's not a me issue. Uh I might randomly just fly out there uh to Illinois And just help him out whenever, wherever, however I can. Because it's literally the least I could do. Because if I do anything less, I I, I will uh, feel much worse about myself is what I'm going to say. I tried to communicate to more than a couple people who've known Eric throughout the years. I have no idea who is communicating with him, who is not communicating with him, who he does want communicating with him, who he doesn't want communicating with him. I will say knowing cancer like I do, there's almost no bad thing you can say except for, Hey, here you got cancer. Well, that sucks. Um, because there's, you know, just the attempt of making contact with somebody is beneficial enough. Um, uh, there is truth in placebo. Uh, And what the placebo effect basically says is, mind never matter. Even if you believe something, even if it's not true, your body can make it so it is true. Whether it be this is just a sugar pill, but I'll tell you it's a pain pill, or something to that effect. Our body has a certain amount of uh, powers to help our body along, even if we don't know any better kind of thing. So what I mean is positive attitude is a very good thing and all i can say is that if you ever liked eric in the past uh you liked anything he did on any show just shoot him an email tell him you know thanks for all the fish thanks for being there thanks for doing that show you know that one time you talked about x i thought that was pretty cool um it's support it's supported it, it it doesn't have to be a new car it doesn't have to be a new house it doesn't have to be uh a um steak dinner or a raise Uh, A simple email, a simple act of kindness through email can be an unbelievably beneficial thing realistically for both parties. Okay, and a really quick rewind about uh, diet, keto, yada, 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 yada. Um, Two links are going to be in the notes. One is going to be actually to a podplayer.net link, which I don't like how it, it works, but it's basically to an episode of Skeptoid. Uh, via Podcast Addict. Whenever I share a link to a podcast, it goes to podplayer.net. Um, it's an episode two uh, of uh, Skeptoid about the keto diet. Uh, and the other link is going to be to Dr. Stephen Finney, P-H-I-N-N-E-Y, and it's a three-part YouTube series. So I encourage you uh watch all three videos. You, you can watch it at 2X on YouTube. Uh, and listen to this uh, Skeptoid episode, Brian Dunning. I'll say... Uh, one of the things about this skeptoid episode that I liked was he speaks in unbelievably plain English about what it what what the ketones are, what kium key, key, um, key, um, key is and he goes over in my opinion very accurately about what are the myths about a diet uh, now every single diet I've ever heard of uh, also has its myths you know what I mean that you know they they claim whatever, whether it be from fighting cancer to osteopor- uh, osteoporosis to any kind of enlightenment, clarity, whatever, whatever, every diet claims a whole bunch of wacky stuff as far as I'm concerned, and he addresses that I think very well in this episode. Um, one of the things that I don't, one of the things that he does not, I think, get right is he uh, the. Um, studies that he reflects in his episode, I know from my self-education is all short-term studies, studies that consist less than uh, 16 weeks or 10 weeks, depending on uh, how you draw these numbers. Uh, All of the short-term studies with the the keto diet uh, start to change drastically. If you think of the curve, it's basically, it is a S-curve, an S laying on its side where these uh, things happen. Uh, as soon as you start the keto diet, you, some numbers start to drastically change. Uh, a couple weeks into it, four to six weeks in, your numbers do not get better whatsoever. In fact, a lot of times they do not, In some of them actually get a lot worse. Only after your body is in full chiamatosis, key, um, key, um, key, um, which can take six, eight, or even 12 weeks. Uh, once you're in that full keto mode, then your body starts to actually Do things differently, better, and change. Like one of the things that he said was uh, athletes saw no gain. In fact, most of them saw worse results. Uh, I happen to know from the South African study, which was like a three-year study, that yes, your performance extremely dies off in the first X number of weeks of this diet. But if you maintain this diet, which is a very strict, hard diet to do, for about three months, you start to see your performance numbers go up. And then by about 10 to 12 months, the athletes actually saw slightly better numbers. And the whole gist of it is the human body itself is very elastic. There are no hard set. This is what you do for X. This is what you do for Y. This is what you do for Z. No, the body is in constant flux and change. And that's one of the things that in his podcast, he completely disregards. Uh, at least in the beginning when he's testifying towards a lot of these things. Um, the number one thing about any kind of diet, which he is right. He is absolutely right. He is unequivocally absolutely right. doesn't matter what you eat. It matters what you don't eat. That's the first important thing about any diet. Uh, what is? And again, he was very wrong in saying that proteins are very important in the keto diet. No, they're not. I actually I went over the numbers earlier. The actual keto diet is 80% fat. proteins, 5% carbs. 15% proteins is not a fat and protein diet. Uh, I I don't know, you know, very obviously I'll say he either didn't do his research correctly or he did not do his research in the right areas, or he just did not take the research to the completion, to the natural completion, which I know is hard to do, okay? Um, He does a lot of work. I've heard more than a couple podcasts in the past where he actually, I thought, did pretty good work. uh, Pretty complete work. But I don't know. Um, I will say um, at the very end, all that matters is what you eat, not how you eat, not when you eat kind of thing. It's just how much do you eat. That's all that really matters with any diet. And that's the most important thing to take out of that show. The other thing is, just by the very nature of the show, the show is called Skeptoid. So the number one thing you should be when you listen to his show is skeptical. I want to say I, I want to say it was Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I think I'm wrong. I think it was actually Carl Sagan said, uh, the two most fallible forms of ignorance are to blindly believe somebody something you hear, or to blindly be cynical about something you hear. To blindly believe anything that he would say on any show without any kind of self checking without any kind of self-research is to deem yourself unbelievably incompetent. Speaking of incompetent, this is Door to Door Geek from the near future, maybe a half an hour after I hit stop on this, and I had to come back and just add a part in right here. What I failed to mention is my own unbelievable incompetence. And what that is, is uh, we have to remember anything that we witness ourself with this kind of thing is not a fact. It is anecdotal evidence it is just my one perception on this one thing that doesn't mean it's true it just means it's true for me so while my findings do not completely agree with his findings neither of us had truly unique and documented controls nor do we test our results with a third party i'm just i can only speak on my results and my results do not completely jive with what he is saying can happen with a keto diet your results will be different. A third person's will be even more different. No one will see the exact same results, period. The beautiful thing about the human body is each one's different. The bad thing about the human body is each one's different. So everything depends on your own findings. The most important thing you can do is if you try this diet is uh, communicate with your doctor, but keep accurate measurements along the way so you can better understand if this is or if this is not something beneficial for you. Okay, and I'm done. Back to the show. With that said, you know that there's a certain amount of research that probably does go into his things. So there are some things that I, you, you, uh, I don't want to say should believe, but I think you should try to find positive reinforcement for at least some of the things he says. Overall, if I had to give him a grade of how accurate all of his podcasts are, I'd give him maybe a B. Uh, It's very difficult to get an A. Basically, almost nobody gets an A because nobody gets an A because everyone fails at something, including me. I know I'm fallible. I know, I know I'm quite fallible. My wife tells me all the time how fallible I am. So I give him a B, which is a very good grade. Um, this episode, though, there was at least a little bit of things lacking that I thought was pretty bad. Um, now, the YouTube series is a three-part series. I have no research on this guy whatsoever, Dr. Stephen Finney. All I'll say is everything I heard on my own research leading up to this, everything I heard doing my research after this, everything he said fell within those lines, fell within those borders. He was quite cautious in making exact, strict, determining things. And this is one of the two things about science and biology. There is no absolute, unequivocally right answer for one thing. Okay, Uh, the human body is elastic kind of thing. So it all depends. It all matters how much of this matters well how much did you have before what are you gonna do when you take it kind of thing so it, there's this in, incredible amount of wiggle room in it um and, uh, and to be and to be honest this guy's three videos each video I want to say is about 20 minutes long uh if you're at all interested in the diet number one you always got to talk to your doctor what are you stupid? oh wait that's me um yes you should always talk to your doctor to see if this is even an approachable diet you might have something involved with your Uh, body where you require more proteins or you require more carbs or something to that effect um so you know talk to them and if they say this is uh, okay for you to try to do then just remember you have to be unbelievably strict with this diet for at least minimum six weeks and um watch these videos and it will give you some ideas on what to expect and how to do it and what to expect is the results kind of thing not just what to expect in your body reacting to the diet so i thought it was a really honest to goodness uh a um a um a attempt to basically just create uh 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 knowledge plateaus is the way that i put it now i'm gonna do an- another link to another youtube video here and this to me If there was ever a guy I would love to sit down and have a beer with, um, which I can't now because he's dead, but it would be Richard Feynman. Richard Feynman, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure Nobel Prize winning physicist um, and uh, helped invent literally the bomb. Um, Really smart guy, but had an unbelievable canny or knack of communication. Uh, And this is like an uh, hour, six minute video of him basically just sitting in a chair talking about. Physics and how everything works—from light, eyesight, magnetism, electromagnetism, rubber bands—what uh, to question, when to question, how to question. But he says it with a, a with a genuine niceness in his voice, and and and, and an and an unbelievably uncanny uh, complete understanding of the topic that he's talking about. Um, you know, uh, I do like strive. To be like in the lennox world um i tried to be as good as uh, chess griffin with a uh, lennox reality well then i strive to be us as good of a science communicator to my kids as this guy is to me kind of thing um you know um carl sagan was phenomenal you know ba- you know fantastic uh degrasse tyson communicates really well uh, the engineer Bill Nye uh does really good for what he knows kind of thing is what I'll say. Um, he tries probably harder than any of them. Uh, but 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 Richard Feynman, I mean, this guy to me is the Michael Jordan of it because his comprehension, I believe, is if few people actually have the ability in their head to comprehend what what like quantum mechanics are. I honestly think this guy kind of understands. <laughs> what he's talking about which is you know really good um last link um, thing i'm i'm going to put in this note it's actually to another youtube video i heard it uh i want to say an audio podcast form it's called the ultimate guide to ne- um negotiation with former fbi hostage negotiator chris voss uh, pipe symbol BP Podcast 260. Wow, was a lot of words. It jumps to one hour and eight minutes in. And let me see if, and I heard, and I was told that was a really good link. I want to see if I can find the other link that I actually liked better. Okay, yeah, the other link I think is personally better. Um, I'll have both of them in the, the notes. The one is uh, BP Podcast again. Okay, this one is called How to Negotiate Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss uh, Pipe Symbol Core Message 8-Minute Video. That's probably the reason I like this one. This one was only 8 minutes. Um, and it's basically advertising for a book, long and short of it. Um, but it's about a basic technique and the, the guy learned it at the Harvard Business School, I believe, if, if I heard this right. Uh, I've known now two people that graduated from the Harvard Business School. They are the two people who I find understand what it means to have charisma and understands what it means to talk to each person differently, AKA how to navigate communication is what I'm going to say. Um, And this is, and this guy is you know, like an unbelievably good example of that. Um, He basically says uh, he ran this through some students where two people were supposed to sit across from table to table. Group A has fixed amount of money. Group B is selling an item. He put this guy in on Group B, and every time he sat, this guy in front of a kid, he got all the kids' money, where where you're only supposed to get, at maximum, half the amount of the kids' money. To get more than half the kids' money, you know, people just don't do, they can't do. This guy sat down every time he got all the kids' money, and it's because of a simple technique, he said, of getting the person on the opposite side of the table to say, that's right. The quicker in a conversation somebody looks at you and says, that's right. That just means you're quicker in winning, hypothetically. I'm sitting down across the table. I find out the guy is a flat earther. So I ask him, stupidly, not stupidly, but honestly, what does it mean to be a flat earther? And I let him go through the spiel until he's done doing what he needs to do. And then when he's done, I try to reiterate what he said back in a different way, but Say it back to him as I see he believes what he believes. And if I can get him to say that, that that's right. What it means is for the future of the conversation, he's going to show me a little bit more understanding and compassion and be more willing to see stuff from my side because he saw, I was more willing to see things from his side. Uh, the example in the video is, um, the landlord, I come down, I say your rent's going up from a thousand to 1400. I then say back to him, you know, I understand it's really hard. Uh, being a landlord in this part of town and I'm sure you feel you're underpaid you want me to pay fourteen hundred dollars and then he'll say that's right because you showed a uh, compassion back to him and then once you get him to do that then you can say well I don't understand how I'm supposed to do this can you help me understand how I'm supposed to afford this extra money And and you basically have this tactic of communicating and aka getting your way it's social engineering is what it is it's social engineering I don't want to say it in its finest, but it's damn glorious is what I want to say. Um, I encourage people to look at this video. I literally now for the last couple of weeks, every week, have been watching this video um, once a week just to help me better communicate with my coworkers when possible. Uh, Because my tactfulness in dealing in a place where I'm getting paid has never been great. So I've been watching this video Uh, and when, and when I think of it, when I'm communicating, try to incorporate these kind of techniques, not because I think I want to get my way, but because I think I can guide both my, the person I'm talking to and me to a happier result. That's better for all parties. I believe I can, I am not saying I can, but I believe I can. So I've been using this and, and and to be honest, I think it's a really, really good video. Really smart guy, uh, puts things in really good ways. Um, I definitely encourage people. Send an email in to AAA. Let Eric Eric know how you feel. Uh, Watch the Richard Feynman video. Trust me when I tell you it's an hour's worth of enlightened conversation from what I can only call an unbelievably nice guy. Uh, Do not forget to listen to uh, Skeptoid Podcast. Uh, And if you want to, email him. Tell him what you think. Uh, Tell him that you heard about him on my show so then he can listen to my show and call me an idiot. Like everyone else does. Uh, Oh wait, that's just my wife and kids. Um, Do not forget about TechCon Unplugged. Uh, If you need help getting the TechCon Unplugged, do not hesitate. Let me know. Uh, I've already offered it to now, I want to say like three or four people. I've had one person take me up on the offer. And to be honest, it makes me happy to do such a thing. Uh, I also have my bio numbers in the notes. If you have someone in the medical profession, someone who knows what they're looking at, someone who understands what it means with your A1C and your lipid number, your lipid panel n- numbers kind of thing. Uh, just, if you can, ask them to just take a look and just uh, send me an email, DDG, tell me what they thought. Um, also, do not forget, if you want to, you can send a voicemail in at 7076 Podnut. And I want to thank everyone again for their support. I want to thank everyone for their downloads. I want to thank everyone for their emails. I want to thank everyone for all the kind words. Uh, and no matter what happens, do not forget, You have to support those who support you and maybe go a little bit farther. Thanks, everyone. I'll talk to you again real soon. My name is Jeff Halish. I'm the host of PodNuts, the computer repair podcast, where we take live calls on the air to answer your questions on running and operating your computer repair business. Every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern, you can check it out over at podnuts.com forward slash computer repair podcast live. Music provided by Steve Cherubino at stevecherubino.com.